Hello. Hello, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hello, Beatrice. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. I want you to tell me about the film you went to see. Yes, um, I went to see Phantom Thread yesterday, um, which um, I've, I uh, was looking forward to seeing. Um, I should say um, I had sort of some reservations seeing oh, the really? trailers. Well, I just, I think my first thought when I saw the trailers was, oh, yet another old man having an affair or love affair or with a younger woman. And I don't know, right. maybe that's silly, but that, um, but that sort of annoyed me a bit. Um and then I should also say my my views on the film are probably coloured um, by the fact that I ended up sitting in the front row. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was totally packed. It was a really big screen. Um, and I had misread the plan online. So I thought I was in the oh, back no. row. <laughs> I was in the so front row. So you were like craning up at this huge image. Yes. And um, it, there, there are a lot of close-ups. So right. I would say maybe... I, I mean, maybe even 70%. Um, wow. So you see a lot of, of, of the faces, but you also see quite a lot of what I would call needle porn. There's quite a lot of needles going into fabric and oh, sewing. Oh, how funny. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... That's so funny. Yeah, so that... So it's kind of fetishizing the, the idea of it being handmade and everything. I thought there was quite a bit of that. You even see, apparently, Daniel Day-Lewis, in his usual usual fashion, did quite a bit of sewing himself. So you see his fingers sometimes right. sewing, and really in a, in a lot of close-up. And, um, I mean, overall, um, there is a sort of twist, which I don't want to talk about no. because you haven't seen it. Um, but Cause uh, just, just summarise for me... So it's like, because it, is it based on Charles James? No, I don't think it is. Ah. I think it's a sort of composite. I think it's basically a 1950s dress designer in London. And I think okay. I think they've done a lot of, well, I know they've done a lot of research because they talk about mm. it in interviews. But it's, it, I mean, the, in terms of historical accuracy, particularly of the sets, I think it is amazing. Right. I mean, it's a beautiful, I don't actually know where the house is. I'm sure I could find out. But it's a beautiful, sort of looks like a townhouse. And Daniel Day-Lewis lives at the top. And then the ateliers are further down. Right. And he has this fashion house with his sister. So that's like Stiebel or Hartnell. Um, okay. So so it's sort of, it's definitely referencing London Couture. It definitely is. And um the sister is played by someone called Leslie Manville, and um, she's, oh, yeah. she's in the film. She's called Cyril, and she's amazing. I mean, she's a she, and she's dressed always in in black or maybe dark blue. I think she's meant to be like a vendeuse. And um, what I, the, the thing I do really like about the film. So I, basically, I'll I'll just summarize without mentioning the twist. So um, <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis is is this fashion designer and I think he's meant to be a sort of age I don't even know how old he is sort of in his 50s or something very yeah. fastidious um a sort of genius fashion designer you know he has to be yes things have to be totally the way he likes them otherwise he freaks out and um see so he dresses all these sort of um aristocratic and rich ladies and he always seems to have a muse and at the beginning he's sort of tired of his present muse and then at some point he goes goes to the countryside and he finds this waitress who's German, which is a thing I... Uh, well, maybe not. In some reviews it says it's never quite clear what she is, but it, her accent seems to be German. So I, right. didn't, I didn't quite get why 
why that have to be like that? Why did it have to be a foreign person? Anyway, she's quite a bit younger than him, maybe in her 20s, and then she becomes his muse. Okay. And um, he basically spends a lot of the time of the film being horrible to her quite a lot of the time because that's what you do to muse yes um but then he also of course sort of pins things onto her and measures her and all that kind of stuff um and then uh there is a sort of yeah um she 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 gets a bit annoyed about the whole situation but and then there's a sort of funny twist Okay. Um, funny is maybe not quite the right word. Um, so, and people seem to, um, I've, I've looked at quite a lot of reviews because I, yeah. basically I didn't particularly like it for various reasons and I've sort of tried to get validation from other people from my views. And what's the thing about film critics being primarily men? I hadn't really noticed oh, that before. yes, that is true. Mm. And I don't know whether that makes a difference. Maybe it probably shouldn't, but whether you see it as a woman as a man or the the one review that sort of agree i I sort of agree with is is from Time magazine, and that was actually written by a woman um oh, that's interesting yeah I thought what didn't because oh, first of all, are the costumes good is is the fashion that's created convincing it's it's complicated because they're not gorgeous, I think right so they're not like um, in Funny Face or um, the other film that comes to mind is sort of Maytime in Mayfair. Um, okay. They're sort of they're not sort of gorgeous clothes. They're they're sumptuous and the colours right. are really nice. I went with someone else and they said they thought the colours generally were really nice and the film is sort of beautifully produced in a way. Yes. But then that but in in some ways I thought almost maybe they did that on purpose that they're not. They are a bit like, you know, sometimes 50s dresses, they might look amazing in pictures, but sometimes they are actually not that amazing. Um, you know, not, not, they can be quite stiff and yeah. a bit fussy. Um, so they're, they're, they're sort of quite accurate in that way, but I'm, I don't think there's anything. There's one dress with a sort of lace, which is really nice, but I don't know. But they are, they are, and there could have been more, I guess. The the in the time review the woman says that she liked the clothes more when they're in the countryside and that's true. They actually have absolutely lovely, really tweedy things when they're in the countryside. Ah, uh, um, that's funny. Yeah, so I mean they are they are nice. Um and there is a lot about the sort of workings of the the women that are in the fashion house. The, um, but that's quite odd as well. But they, apart from one instance, they never talk. They just sort of stand there and work. And I think that was one of the things I wasn't so keen on, this sort of genius thing that... Yeah. Um, and maybe that's what happened. Um, you know, maybe that's how it was. It just seemed... To me, it seemed an odd film to make now, I guess, basically. Maybe that's what it comes down to. Oh, that's really interesting. Because as you're talking about it, it's reminding me of, you know, that... Um, I really like it, that 1938 short film by Humphrey Jennings. It's a documentary of um, Norman Hartnell making a collection. Oh, yeah. I think I saw I saw it, uh, at, there was an exhibition at Buckingham Palace where they had it running. I think that's the oh, only it, time I saw it. Oh, because you can just see it on, you know, the BFI has a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think it's just on that. Oh, I have to have a look at it. You, I think it's definitely accessible through the BFI. And it's it's not... Technicolor, it's like some earlier version, like Dufay color or something, mm -hmm. and that you see 
Hartnell, you know, with his cigarette elegantly <laughs> sketching oh, that's in missing. his room. That's totally missing. Cigarettes. Oh, really? Yeah, no cigarettes. Oh. I think. Anyway, sorry. Oh. So, so you see that. And then you see, you know, the, 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 I suppose the head of an atelier comes and sort of takes the sketches and phones down and says, get me, you know, this many yards of velvet. And it's like the product, the making of this collection. And you see, it was making me think when you were saying that you don't hear the women, you don't hear them speak, uh, the, the atelier workers. Yeah. And it's the same in this. I mean, none of them speak. There's just a very sort of proper English man narrating so no one has a voice a literal voice but you see the women you know embroidering and pinning and that kind of thing and you see their workrooms with like pictures of film stars and things and then it ends with a fashion show so you don't get him sketching so he's 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 draping on the figure no he do get him sketching a lot he always sketches at breakfast and he really really doesn't right. want to be disturbed so his muse eating okay. eating her breakfast at breakfast a bit too loudly and he can't cope with that at all um and well his, who could yeah who could and his yeah. sister, sister sees to it that things are just right for him but she's also yes. very very steely and she she won't have any nonsense nonsense from him but she also knows that he has to have his genius time um otherwise things things don't work um so yeah he does do sketches just in black though just in black in okay. what looked like a sort of moleskin just the silhouette and yes line. that kind of thing um so he does do that but he also he does know how to measure he does know how to drape and how to mm. sew so and he says at some point that his mother taught him his trade um okay so you do see that you don't interestingly now that you talk about hartnell who was a, of course massive in embroidery you don't actually see much, if any, embroidery, and the clothes oh, that come out aren't. Yeah, they aren't really embroidered. They have other embellishments, um, yes. but they're not. That's not really. There, there's quite a bit of lace, but there's not really embroidery. Um, okay. So that's, and do we get a fashion show? Yes, we do get a fashion show, which is interesting, because. Um, I think there's one scene that looks very much like I've seen photos from the February 4070 Dior show. Oh. It's a similar type size room and not that oh, many people. So I think they must have, you know, used yes. that as, as, as their basis, as their model. Um, and the fashion show, yeah, it's again not sort of gorgeous but it's more he's the the Daniel Delewis or Mr. Woodcock um as he is he's behind the scenes and he's getting more and more agitated and um it's more about the hecticness maybe of it and okay I mean there is a sort of thing in it which could be interesting about you know how nastiness can create beauty you know how... that's such an interesting idea but you know because you you there is quite a bit of that in fashion, I guess. You know, you get something but beautiful. But then we want niceness or, or we want wonderful, marvellousness creating beauty. Yes, I think that, yeah. I I found it a bit odd to have to watch him being horrible to her for so long. Mm. I just really found that quite... And I, I, I know it's a film. <laughs> um, yeah, I course. do get that. I do get that. But I maybe also being sit, sat in the front, that really... <laughs> a bit in your face it really it. was particularly with all these wow. close-ups but i've read now i haven't i don't think i've seen any other film by this director um i have i really liked inherent vice oh uh, yeah i haven't seen that but apparently that's, that's him his, isn't it that's what yeah that's definitely him and um, yeah. boogie nights 
is yeah, one I've as seen well. that. And The Master, I think, um, is one. Oh, the, yes, and I've seen that. My and apparently, close ups are is one of his things. And there will be blood. Oh, yes, exactly. And Punch Drunk Love. Okay, so I've seen You've a seen lot, a of, lot of them. Yeah, I, without even putting it all together. Yeah, I I haven't. So, But any, anyway, apparently that's... And there was a lot of music as well. Mm. Um, I mean, people also seem to um, link it to um, Hitchcock a lot and also to, Re oh, to Rebecca. Ah. Um, and the sister is called Manville. I don't know. Oh, so is he is he Mrs. Danvers? Is he mean Mrs. Danvers? No, she apparently is Cyril, the, the sister. Oh, okay. I thought it yeah. would be more interesting if he was. Yeah, it, it would that be. That would have been a whole different film. I mean, the film that I would have liked to have seen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tell me what that would be. That would have been his muse. Um, yeah. There are one or, once or twice it looks like that is going to happen, and I got quite excited, but... His muse actually becoming the main person in the house and yes. making nicer clothes. I think that I well, would have liked. That seems like a good outcome. Yes. So, but that's not what happened. That's the Beatrice Balin remake. Yeah, that's the remake. But there are, I mean, there are things I did like, and I don't want to go on and on. But um, he's got a fantastic sports car. That okay. Miguel Lewis. I haven't found out yet what it is, but it's. I mean, lovely. you know, I don't understand cars, so I won't know even if you can. Yeah, um, you might like that one though. It's, okay. it, is, it is nice. It's chic. It is nice. Um, okay. Chic. The word chic plays a role as well. He really doesn't oh, like really? that word. Um, okay, I apologize. Yeah, that's that's okay. I I don't it's mind. It's elegant. And um, it's also you see people. Women have actual bodies. You know, they have normal. Normal is maybe not the right word, but they have different sized bodies. Okay. So they're not, um, you know, they're not super slim necessarily. Um, at okay. some point, the sister actually says about her, her brother, he likes a bit of a belly in a woman. Um, <laughs> and they're not, it's definitely not a Hollywood film in that you can actually see people's wrinkles. Um, okay, you know that that's I do quite like that but there is also a flip side in that there is this he sometimes doesn't actually like his customers and there's one particular customer right. who they go as far she she gets very drunk at some point that customer and um, the muse thinks she is not worthy to wear one of the dresses and they go to her um, hotel room or whatever and take it off her and uh. and I don't so there's like... not a lot of female solidarity. Yeah. Not... Mm. Do you think it would pass that test of women talking to each other and ah. having plot aside mm. from the man? No, no, I don't no. think it would pass that test. Actually, that's a good no. point. That's a good point. So I don't know. Um, so pluses and minuses it... don't sit in the front row. Yeah, that definitely not. Don't that's sit the in biggest the front message. Row. And um, I'll definitely want to see it again when it comes out on DVD or what, however yes. people watch things these days. Uh, which, yeah, I think I Dreaming. think yeah, I would like to see yeah. it again because I yeah. I like it. I it's definitely yeah, absolutely, definitely worth watching. And I always prefer films that I don't like a hundred percent because then I think about them more. Oh, that's fun. Otherwise, I just think, oh, that was lovely, and then and just move on with your yeah. Life. Yeah, so... Ah, oh, well, I can't wait to see it now. Yeah, and I can't wait to 
to hear what you think so we must mm, come back to we it. must return to this yes we must but Definitely. what's been happening with you well also couture focused um had such a fun visit to Blythe house this week my ma ma documenting fashion students oh nice it was so nice because I really was the hot because like Blythe House is such an interesting building because it's so incredibly Victorian mm. and municipal. And I really liked how where the V&A has built its archives within the building, they like don't touch the original walls. So you've still got this sense of this intact Victorian realm, if you like. Mm. And then with these sort of, you know, fancy high tech rolling stacks where all of their dress collection is kept. So I liked that. Yeah, I think um, it's really, really well done. I love It's beautifully done. I love the entrance when you come in. There's this yes. very nice man at the reception. Oh he's so nice. Yeah, he's, he's super so nice. nice. And I love yeah, I love that they used black um powder yes. coated steel for their roller racking. That it's, makes such a now difference. Now this is chic and I'm going yes. to stand by that word because it's yeah, very chic. It is. And the parquet floor is it parquet? It it's looks parquet. like parquet. Yes. Um, all all nice. I, so it's so you feel like it's an occasion mm, going in there. And yeah. you feel like you're somewhere very prestigious, which you are, so it's all very good. So I thought like I wanted to, my students to see couture, mm-hmm. and I thought, I'm not going to be subtle. I just want the big hitters, and I want, you know, major designers and major items from them. Mm-hmm. So we had a Fortuny, which mm-hmm. was beautiful. I mean, always, like, it. Ne- I never tire of seeing those. Mm-hmm. I never tire of the fact that the, the pleats all kind of concertina together and roll into a little twist, yeah. and that's how they're stored. And it was kind of sea green, so that was lovely. And um, one that I really loved that I wanted to talk to you about with you was Calosa, mm. um, which Calosa, amazing, and of course Vionnet, my goddess, <laughs> trained with them. So double points to Calosa, and it was this wonderful dress that was like double layer. So the underneath layer is sort of net at the bodice. It's like a sheath shape. Mm-hmm. So net at the bodice so that it would be transparent when you wore it. And then a cream silk, kind of heavy silk sheath just below the knee. But in the middle, it has a double layer of chocolate brown silk mm-hmm. and then a thin layer of chocolate brown at the hem. So you're picturing that. Yeah. And then over the top, which would reach right down to the edge. It's it's like a combination of the most beautiful lingerie plus a kind of Turkish traditional dress. Mm-hmm. So it's... And what colour is ple- the top? Pleated cream. Mm-hmm. Pleated cream chiffony silk. So really, really pale. And then a panel, a yoke of um, sort of gold, burnished gold lace mm. with little tiny gold buttons. And then... The sleeves are edged in the lace and the hem of the dress is quite a deep layer of lace. Mm. So when they were worn together, you'd get this amazing, and it's got kimono sleeves, so it's a real sort of mix of reference points. Mm. But you'd get this amazing kind of sort of transparency and opacity and these shifting lines between the dark brown and the cream underneath this sort of whispery, 
So you can still, underneath the chiffon, you can still see a bit of what's yes, going on. Yes, yeah, it's completely mm. transparent. And mm. it's got, sorry, I forgot, it's got slits right up each side, the tunic, with brown silk trim. That edge. sounds amazing. It's so amazing. So amazing. Because in the, in the photograph on the, you know, you can search the collections. Mm -hmm. And that was how I found it. And I thought, oh, it looks quite nice, you know when I saw it and I thought it's got lace which is the Calosur signature so I definitely wanted my students to see their use of lace mm. but when you actually see it, it's so it's like it's beautifully beautifully made like every detail is perfect and it, yeah it's so inventive but quite subtle you know it's it's really beautiful so I was very excited I, I can't wait someone's gonna have to do an exhibition I thought someone was working on a book someone was mm. someone was but let's hope it's near publication yeah. because we need we need the info yeah because they're they're so they're so sort of under played mm. in books they're really it's like a sentence maybe or a paragraph mm. um yeah they're wonderful and then it was great to see that which was 1920s and then of course a Viennese dress mm -hmm. because I mean, because. she's my ultimate, because she is Vionnet, Madeleine Vionnet, we love you. And I thought, let's go subtle and quiet, let's go for a day dress rather than one of the really, like, knock your brains out of your head, bias <laughs> evening dresses. But even the day dress is amazing. So it's, I don't know if you know the one I mean, it's like off-white crepe silk mm -hmm. to below the knee, and it's just straight down, it's almost like a, a man's shirt completely like not a fastened shirt like a smock okay mm -hmm. and then the big like kapow thing is it's got drawn thread work right across the bodice and onto the shoulders so the drawn thread work is obviously integral to the fabric because it's just manipulating mm. the threads to create this very subtle pattern at the bodice at the top of the bodice but it also shapes and pulls in the bodice a bit and shapes the sleeves the top of the sleeves so amazing and it has these little brass um like buttons which would slip inside these slits on the collar so it's completely plain but like amazingly amazing in how skillful every aspect of it is and so interesting to think that of of how she's using lingerie techniques in the same way that Calosa mm. did so you could see like a di direct thread between the two a, and then they a direct also thread. Had, That's and, so oh nice. my word, yeah. not yeah. a phantom. This was a direct. <laughs> yeah. This was visible to me in my mind. Oh yeah. And then with it, there's this pink satin slip that is also bias cut with seams to match, so that there'd be no friction between the two layers. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. And it even had the dress shields that were originally in it oh which yeah which is they, they'd been taken out by the conservators but that was kind of amazing because that's something people don't really do yeah. very much unless it's a very expensive outfit having dress shields mm. so that was really amazing so and I, how, those were my sounds, two favorites that sounds amazing how many things did you see i think we saw eight mm -hmm. which doesn't seem like many but it it was incredible because we saw a long far um, afternoon coat that's black chiffon with with variegated size black sort of squares to rectangles in wool jersey that mm -hmm. that 
sort of spun out from the top. We saw the the Scaparelli, you know, the pink circus collection. Oh yeah. Um, jacket mm-hmm. which i've always wanted to know how it really fastens because you know it's got tumbling ceramic um mm. acrobats as buttons well behind that it has kind of industrial level sort of um Prestats, brass or? no they're not there they're like hooks clips. and eyes oh clips yeah, oh, yeah. like mm. fat hooks and eyes and this and the dress that goes with it i was so stunned because you always in like illustrations and photographs think they're just worn with completely plain sheath dresses and it is like a sort of textured wool, sort of deep aubergine cheese dress. But I don't know if I can explain it properly. It's like at the front, it's slipped from the knee down to almost the ankle. Mm-hmm. And it comes to points at the end of each slit. Mm-hmm. So it's cut to a point. So when you moved, you would be kicking out these points. So oh, the yeah. hem would be pulled out. So that would be amazing. So that was really good. Um, and we saw a Jacques Fat. Sorry, I'm just listing everything. Yeah, now, please. Getting you overexcited. Yeah. Um, there's a Jacques Fat dress um, from 1949, which, oh my word, it's it's this sort of lovely. It's like off white with a print, um, a sort of lovely floral print. But it's it's quite subtle. It's like mainly leaves with just the odd purple um, flower, and it's very skinny. Like you'd really have to be tiny to wear it. Mm. Um, and it's got this I mean they call it a swag on the website I would like it to have a sort of Gigi French name <laughs> rather than a swag swag seems a bit too I don't know it doesn't seem Gigi and not couture. chic really it's not chic no. it's not chic we need a we need to find a French word to describe it so it's like a, a folded over pleated piece of fabric that crosses over your stomach onto your hip and then it um, it's fastened with hooks and eyes across the hip, so you make it even, you know, tighter mm. across the hips. And it would stand out in a curve, like half of a bow across one hip. Okay. Um, and it's stiffened with net. Mm. So, yeah, I want to know the proper couture word for that. Yeah. Mm. And if, if the proper word is swag, I want to invent a new word. Yeah. Mm for that and then it also had this I, I really wanted to ask you about it because it was so weird when it was lying flat we all thought it was a matching hat of some kind like a sort of turbany hat but it's this it's almost like the shape of the swag so it's like mm. a sort of half of a bow and it's then got fake violets at the top but it's open at both ends as though it's a muff Oh my. but it's a summer dress so why would you have a that is sounds it just, weird. Mm. Is it just a thing to put your hands through and just have another aspect? Is it where does it go? That sounds odd. I don't know. Mm. I don't so know. So that was our mystery mm. of the day. And then I must just finally tell you. I asked to see the Dior bar suit because mm-hmm. I just thought let's just go for it. Yeah. And it's very fragile, so it's not we couldn't have it out on a table like we did with the other things. Mm. So it's in a drawer, and I don't know why. I mean, probably because you're a museum person, it's not as exciting to you. But whenever I see something that's in a drawer <laughs> in a museum storeroom, I just find it magical. Just having like one of those metal drawers pulled out, and it's all very clinical and sort of Majola esque mm. and laboratory. And then you pull it out, and something amazing is in that. And so the bar dress we saw in a drawer, which I liked. And apparently it's one, they think it's from 1955 because it's more exaggerated in its line. But that was incredible. The, you know, the, the 
the sculpting of the little jacket is amazing, but I was most amazed by the skirt because the waistband is really deep and wide and it's lined in canvas because there's so much material mm. in the pleats that it kind of needs the canvas to, you know, to support it. And then under the pleats, there's a, there's a padded um, black petticoat. And then under that, there's a kind of half petticoat, like attached, these are, of black net to make it stand out. And then at either side, like over each hip, there's net there's going from the waist right the way down. Wow. Yeah, so, we, so much shaping. We have, as as you know, we have the we have a dress Dior made for uh, Princess Margaret for her twenty first oh, birthday, yeah. which was in the Dior exhibition in Paris, and that was so that mm. was done fifty one, and um, wow. oh that was quite nice. In the film, they use um, he apparently asked her, "Are you a silver or a gold person?" and they use that line in the film. Oh um, really? Yeah, Dior when, asked Princess Margaret. Yes. Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah, and in, she said gold in the film. The, the if she's meant to be a Belgian princess, she says silver. Um, and interestingly, Dior then didn't use gold but straw, which I never quite oh, figure funny. out what that means or meant to mean. <laughs> well, I suppose straw is golden. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but anyway, that that dress I can't remember the skirt, how many layers it has, but I I think it's at least five and. It's really what I love about it, it's really well made and that not all the layers go all the way to the top. Yeah. So they're gathered in uh, at different heights so you don't have all the all the pleats at your waist. Yes. So you don't wanna be thick so or, or big. Yeah. Um so it's it's just it's so well done. I mean when I I think that was the first French couture item I ever really saw um yeah. sort of up close. And then I suddenly, then I thought, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I, now yeah, I know why, yeah. no, why you, you would really have gone do. for couture. <laughs> no, you really do, don't you? When you look at like a Dior or a Vionnet, someone who cared about every aspect mm. of the making of a dress, it, it does blow you away. And you do have to see it. Yeah. Yeah, you really doesn't understand it. Yeah, I think even if you took lots of photos inside out, you probably wouldn't quite... No, because you'd be kind of dazzled by the layers, but you wouldn't get it in quite the same way. Mm. And it and it's sort of interesting how some couture houses, like those two, care about every stitch, so it's beautifully finished, and others don't. It's kind of the overall impact. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's more important. I mean, what is interesting um, with Margaret's is, and I always wonder whether that's original. It the bodice. Um, has a sort of attachment at the waist that goes underneath the skirt and um ah. it's sort of not it's sort of some stiff net or something it's obviously not something you should meant to see because it just goes underneath yeah. the skirt but then um to make it so that the skirt doesn't separate from the body bodies ah, there are some really thick mega fat metal press studs and i always wonder where they made put in by dior um, or did she find when she wore it that you know things yeah. were separating and she had to put those in because they 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 don't fit with all the lovely little press studs that yes. are in the back of the skirt in one of the layers and it they really sort of jar a bit but they're sort yeah. of heavy duty functioning things and I always wonder that's interesting and I bet for for sort of members of the royal family that's extra important yes. Mm. that everything stays together and yeah. that there's not going to be a photograph. Particularly, I think it's sort of getting in and out of vehicles, 
is always the of course, yes. <laughs> problem. I know. I always think of that when I'm getting off the 59 bus. Yes, and when I go out of the, come out of the tube, I I always think about that too. Yeah, are mm. my layers intact? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's just a constant struggle being a woman. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I feel that's probably I've probably killed the conversation now with my. No, you haven't. You know, but it's a good it's a good place to stop and ponder <laughs> and ponder. Yes, to think about our layers. Yeah. For the coming week. Yeah. So this has definitely yeah. been a couture week for us. I think it really has, hasn't it? Mm. It really has. Okay, so we better we better come down to earth this week. I yeah. think. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's our goal. That's our goal. Yeah. Okay. Right. Great to speak to you. Yeah, to you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.